Hi, I'm Geeta and I'm Swati. Welcome to this episode of the Autism Everyday podcast. Just a little heads up for those of you tuning in only now. Swati and I are board certified behavior analysts. We run Weekend, a resource center for autism in Chennai, and we are passionate about parent training, education, and of course, about autism. So, we've had a fairly busy weekend and week actually right uh, oh yeah it's been it's been a while <laughs> yeah. we've been planning a project that aims at making relevant information more accessible to you guys and also for us to broaden our creative journey so we've spent some time discovering that we aren't as tech challenged as we thought we were <laughs> and uh, what we did is we actually created a website or rather a blog from scratch um it's sort of like a personal blog of what we are up to and what we do and what we're currently working on it's also a space to find our podcasts and a super easy way for you to book a consult with us we're also working on launching some evidence based free resources for parents because uh, truth be told the internet tends to be like this ocean of knowledge and sometimes it's way too big a space to shop in but by hopping across to our blog site you can find information that is authentic and might be useful to you and your child and we are notorious for making decisions that excite us yes. <laughs> so we really threw caution to the wind with this one totally <laughs> but hey why not so it's early days and we have miles to go but we are live so go check us out at www.behaviorswag.com that's b e h a v i o r s w a g behavior swag and leave us some love for those of you who are yet to check out our blog fear not we are bringing our first blog post live via this podcast although i highly recommend you go read it on behavior swag but nevertheless here goes Yes, it was Mother's Day recently, and uh, social media was like full of posts from mothers. Strangely, with you know <clears throat> a great lot of uh, po- um, writing and pictures about their kids, um, young and grown-up kids <clears throat> now and then, and all the nostalgia that comes with being a mom or having kids. <coughs> Excuse me, picture-perfect moments, really. and uh, there are many write ups from mothers extolling the virtues of motherhood and then there were few from children uh, <coughs> sorry wishing their mothers on this day but that's rare and that's mostly from children in their late 20s right yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> that sort of brings us to the question what makes a person a mother more often than not it's the role you slide into soon after you get married at least where we live culturally that's the way it is a very small percentage of couples women men apply their minds about bringing their child into this world and also decisions about should we have the child now or never yeah <laughs> right a lot of those thoughts but the larger group of people actually contend with social pressures and uncomfortable questions if there is no baby in sight in a year or two after tying the knot So while a small minority of women are able to brush off the pressure 
Many others succumbed to the emotional blackmail of parents or grandparents or in-laws, aunts and uncles even, who claim that they will die happily once they see the next generation. And just like that, you succumb to it. Welcome to motherhood. And if you are a father reading this, then welcome to parenthood. So the role is surely more than just giving birth to a child. That's the easiest part. Right? Although it is touted to be hard and rightly so, it has spawned a whole lot of books on Amazon on preparing for pregnancy, planning on the delivery mode, uh, will, you be, will it be a C-section, a natural birth, breathing exercises, uh, what you can eat while you're pregnant, how can you stay slim and glowing through your pregnancy when you actually look like a whale, um, what you can wear, yoga, meditation, breathing, I mean the list is endless, right? But being pregnant is still the easiest part of the journey. You only have to take care of yourself and you have many others to take care of your needs, particularly if you live in India, right? The whole family is like fawning over you and taking care of things. And you may actually enjoy all the first and attention. Who Who doesn't? doesn't? (laughs) Reality bites once the baby is out one way or the other. You're on your own then. Here is a brand new life that you are responsible for, the screaming little life that you don't understand, uh, the life that rarely sleeps and needs to be cared for 24-7. Your days and nights merge, you don't know, I mean it's pretty much like being under this lockdown, you don't know what day it is, (laughs) which day of the week, uh, which month are we in, right? Your days and nights merge and then there is the risk of postpartum depression and that risk is very very real yeah the transition to parenthood can be extremely stressful and this is a side i think that is often forgotten amidst the baby showers and the general party that is thrown to welcome the new member of the clan something that just doesn't get spoken about enough is postpartum depression ppd it's considered one of the most common complications that can occur during the postpartum period and can actually have very serious implications on the mental and physical well-being of the child, the co-parent, and sometimes even the rest of the family, because a lot of us live with you know, extended family members at home, and this could really impact everyone. So, yeah, heads up, if you're allergic to science, then this podcast is not for you, <laughs> because here are some facts. One in seven women experience PPD after giving birth to their child, And half of these women have never experienced any depression or have no history of a mental illness prior to this. And for those of you who claim that mental health conditions don't exist, A, you need to seriously rethink a lot of things and B, telling you that it's in your head is like telling a person who's drowning, don't worry, the water's only up to your chest, chill, you'll be fine, you won't, you will die. So PPD can leave you with a loss of identity, a feeling of hopelessness, being unable to truly care for yourself and in turn care for your child. There is a general sense of panic that sets in, sadness and a strange concoction of emotions that you may have never felt before. And they're not necessarily positive ones at that. So to put it simply, mothers can experience overall reduced happiness, there can be mood swings. 
there may or may not be suicidal thoughts there can be decreased appetite or an increased appetite yeah, yeah. amongst other symptoms yeah so in general it messes up with a lot of your um emotions mm. right so mothers with ppd have been reported to display less sensitive behaviors towards their child so resulting in lower levels of attention given to their to the baby being less responsive to the baby's overtures and a general lack of uh communication and bonding between the mom and the baby um also lack of sufficient physical touch mm. and these are things that are so important for the newborn baby so it's not so much the actual feeding and changing of the baby i mean those things go on like clockwork especially here yeah, right yeah especially here and if not the mom there's going to be x the, number the of people yeah. and you know yeah, I, yeah exactly an extended yeah. family member who will care yeah so the physically actually making sure the baby is fed or changed and all that will happen but the gap is in the emotional connection the intent to nurture emotionally and physically and the you know the staying connected with the baby that becomes impacted and this can have long term repercussions in the child's development really so what causes this absurd but kind of seemingly very painful disorder there is no one specific cause that has been found but it is believed that hormonal changes along with the lifestyle changes that come with the birth of a baby can play a role in this many studies have shown that um ppd results in an insecure attachment style with the child which in turn can manifest as behavior problems in the child as they grow sometimes cognitive delays and the early development of anxiety in the child yeah so that's kind of uh, the long term impacts can be uh, fairly hard yeah it right? sounds quite damaging very damaging So lack of sufficient nurturing interactions between the mother and baby often results in the baby learning to self-soothe. I mean the baby cries, 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 the mother doesn't comfort or pick up the baby or you know. So the what does a baby learn to do? Baby learns to kind of self-soothe himself. Result this results in a very detached and avoidant uh, mother-child relationship. Growing up the child may have poor self-regulation skills, uh, inability to form secure attachments, Uh, higher chances of developing an anxiety disorder and depression and if you are one of the lucky few that is the remaining 6 mm-hmm. if you followed the stats right one out of 7 individuals yeah one out right? of 7 yeah yeah so then who does not have ppd then welcome to motherhood while there is no doubt that being a parent can be a beautiful experience it's a journey that has its share of joys and sorrows in equal measure and it's definitely not a journey for the faint hearted oh no it is not <laughs> yeah right if you're looking to do a good job of parenting mm-hmm. but at the same time it's a responsibility that stays with you as long as you're alive and the form just changes like every phase that the child is growing up or you know the form changes but it's a big responsibility that is going to be with you it's also the beginning of setting up expectations aspirations and that means you're opening the door to disappointment when these expectations and aspirations are not met so leave we leave you with some food for thought and a burning question parenthood were you ready for it and are you ready for it oh that that <laughs> leaves me with a lot <laughs> yeah that's a lot of thinking we have to do 
So with that, we wrap up today's episode of Autism Every Day. Reach us at wechallengeautism at gmail.com with your feedback, your questions and your thoughts. And you can always DM us at wechallengeautism on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out our blog, behaviorswag.com. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Stay safe and see you next time.